In this episode of Soul Zero Two, we're going to be talking about different songs that God gives us for the journey. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the, into the Christian life, one soul at a time. And we've been talking about songs for the journey. In specific, last time we talked about, do you have a song that gets you through? And most of us do. It could be a secular song. It could be something we grew up with. It could be a classical piece of music. But if, if you're a regular human being, you're motivated by music and you like music. And uh, we find that in the scriptures, songs are not usually for entertainment, even though there was some of that. But most songs in the scriptures uh, talked about the, the plans and purposes of God in the world. And... The song we're talking about today is not something that you find in the top 10 charts. It's not something that you find uh, that is popular on American Idol as much as it's this unspoken inner rhythm that that resonates with God's heart. Uh, this song is deep and and doesn't necessarily use, use tones or music itself, but its, its rhythms and its beats uh, keep pace with God's purposes in the world. And it ever looks to God for it, during moments of, of need for grace. And this is what I mean by moving in the rhythm of God, in the, in the rhythm of His purposes. And there are different songs that we can talk about today that, that speak of uh, this very idea. And uh, I split this into three parts because there was a lot of uh, to talk about. And the first part, again, was about the ideas. Do you have a song that in hard times get you through? Or do you have a song for the road you're traveling in in life? Or do you have a song when you're depressed or when you're happy or sad? And most of us do. And we, we talked about the idea that that so many people, especially in this season of the COVID uh, disaster, uh, are singing a song of hopelessness and depression. And that is why I want to encourage you today uh, and, and talk about different songs that God can give you if you look to Him. The first song is this, a song to journey with. And soldiers, it is believed, uh, and it's not, it's not even a belief, it's a fact, really. Soldiers marched to songs often. And if you ever, you've seen maybe modern movies where soldiers are, are jogging and they're singing a song, uh, it keeps them focused and it keeps them on their goal when they sing. And soldiers often march to battle with a battle song. And ancient travelers, even uh, on both land and sea, they had travel songs. They had sea songs that they sang because there's something about a journey song that helps you to focus on the journey. And it helps you to focus on what you need to be doing and when and how. And we also find this, that, that in the Psalms, there were songs given entitled for specific psalms called song, a, songs of a, a Song of Ascent. And these are different psalms uh, that talk about, they were literally called song, a song of ascent or of degrees. It, it, it described the people of God as they journeyed toward Jerusalem through mountain and valley. And these were songs or psalms to sustain them during the journey. And this is what I mean by the journey of life. If you're a follower of Christ, then you are on a journey that will one day end up in the new heavens and the new earth. But until then, you have to be faithful. You have to be, you have to be uh, consistent and persevering. And I love the title of that book, 
a long obedience in the wrong in the in the a long obedience in the same direction, and uh, we don't want a long obedience in the wrong direction, uh, but in the same direction, and that that's what a song helps you to do. It helps you to get through so that you get to the other side of where you're going, and the follower of Christ needs to have a constant song on the journey that encourages them and that keeps them up with with the beat of the heart of God. But there are also songs to dig wells with. What do I mean by that? Perseverance. Uh, when when things were barren and dry in the Middle East, they would dig wells. They would dig wells until they found water. And when you when you need to dig a well is when you're on your journey and you're in a wasteland and there is barrenness and just nothing around you. So what do you do there? You dig a well. And this is what the children of Israel did in Numbers 21, 16, where it says, from there they continued to bear, and that is the well which the Lord said to Moses, gather the people together, I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song, spring up, O well, sing to it. And what were they doing here? They, they were singing to basically a dry and hopeless situation, a song. And that song made the water come because of God's grace, because of God's love for us. What am I saying to you? That a song can discover new wells of grace in your life. Get rid of that old song. Get rid of the dead song. Get rid of the song of hopelessness. Sing a new song that digs new wells of grace for God in your life. When a strange, what a strange thing to do. Think about it. Uh, on the part of Israel, what a strange thing to do when facing barrenness. Sing to the barrenness. What a powerful thing. And uh, W.R. Smith once said, When the waters failed, a feast was held at its source with music and dancing to induce it to flow again. Now, this was not some, some, some godless you know, ritual they were doing. They were doing this unto God. They were worshiping God and saying, Lord, let this water flow again. And maybe you're in that place today where you feel like, I'm in a barren wasteland. I'm lonely, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm depressed. Sing to your barrenness. Sing a song of God. Sing a song of hope. Worship Him. And you watch how, how the waters of His grace will flow in your life again. We find that murmuring and complaining never make the water flow. But singing praises to God makes the water flow. Songs that praise to God, in fact, are in direct contrast to the barrenness of the situation because there's something about singing that is confrontational that says i'm not gonna put up with this i'm not gonna let this be my fate but here's here's the key you must dig the wells of praise in your life so so there are songs of to journey with and there are songs to dig wells with but there are also songs a song to weep with yes i said it rightly have you ever been sad and you put on an, an old song by Barry Manilow or something, and you know, because he, he sings all these songs, you know, uh, these love ballads. Uh, or for me, I tend to go towards classical music if, if I'm in a complex mood or sad or, or, or you know, feel kind of down. I'll play something by, you know, Tchaikovsky or, or, or one of my favorite people. But, but um, here's my point God has given us in his scriptures songs to weep with. And they are called Psalms of Lament. And almost two-thirds of all the Psalms are Psalms of Lament. That, that shows you how much God cares about humanity. 
that he's given of almost two-thirds of the songs out of 150 psalms that deal with distress and pain and hopelessness and struggle and trial and tribulation. And Psalms 102, 1-7 says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Hear, uh, I cry, let my cry come to you, he says. Do not hide your face from me in the day of distress. Incline your ear to me, answer me speedily in the day when I call. And then he goes on to give the bad news. He puts the elephant in the middle of the room and says, For my days pass away like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is stricken and withered like grass. I am too wasted to eat my bread because of my loud groaning. My bones cling to my skin. I am like an owl in the wilderness, like a little owl in the waste places. I lie awake. I am, I am like a lonely bird on the housetop. Have you ever felt like that? And this is an example of a psalm of lament. God is saying, I want you to put it on the table. Put, put, the, put the skunk on the table. Put the elephant in the room. However you'd like to describe it. Put that pain at God's feet and weep over it and lament over it and get it out. And you watch what God does. You watch how he uses that song to pour in his grace and power in your life. And we find that God gives us these songs to keep us from becoming bitter and critical. This is why it's important to mourn when you have had a crisis in your life, a loss, a divorce, a tragedy, something that happened to you that, that, uh, that merits mourning. Why? Because if you hold it in, you become bitter, you murmur, and, and you begin railing against God. Songs of lament allow us to uh, weep, to mourn, to complain to God in a way that we don't become bitter against God. Well, while at the same time holding our faith. When you read these Psalms, you'll find that often they always end in hope, except for maybe one of them or one or two, they always tend to end in hope because the, the one writing that Psalm, he, he laid it on the table and then he found God through it. Songs to weep with give us an avenue to process our pain and our struggle. Have you processed your pain in this COVID season? You need to if you haven't. Don't hold it in. It's unhealthy and it'll only hurt you. Weeping worship is, is a lost art in modern culture because often we're taught we got to be up, up, up. We always have to have high, high energy, and that is not necessarily true. There's a time to mourn and weep. But then there's also a song to war with. And this is the third one, and, and I'm going to give you some more maybe next time together, but a, a song to war with. What do you mean by that? Well, Second uh, Chronicles 20.21 says it well. When he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in his splendor as they went before the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Think about this. There was a war that was going to happen, and instead of using special forces and high technology and, and just you know crazy warriors, they put worshipers on the front line. That worship was war here. That there was something about putting God in the center of, of our worship experience where he fought your battle for you because you did that, where he undertook and took care of the war. And so we find that worshipers went ahead in battle. This is what I mean by a song to war with. When the enemy attacks you, when Satan attacks you, when people do awful things to you, say awful things to you, you need to learn how to sing a song of war unto God. 
and not a song of bitterness against them or a song where you curse them or, or you're angry at them or a murmur, but a song of worship. Notice how it wasn't, again, special forces or a barrage of arrows or uh, you know, a trebuchet or, you know, or, or the technology they had in that day that did it. It was praise and worship in song that won the day. And a war song from a place of confinement is a powerful thing. In Acts 16.25, Paul and Silas sang this song in a Philippian jail at midnight. And I think we mentioned that this last time. And they sang praises to God. They didn't just sing their favorite top 10 songs. You know, They sang praises to God, and God broke through for them. And they ended up being delivered from that prison. So a war song in a season of opposition is a fine art that we all need to learn. Which, and if you don't have God, you know, maybe you don't understand how this works. Maybe, maybe you struggle with that. Maybe you, you're saying to yourself, you know, when people curse at me, I just curse back at them. Well, what's that going to do? Um, this is why I encourage you, find God because you can't do this in your own strength or power. If you like this broadcast, I want to encourage you to uh, just like us on, on our Facebook and on our, um, on our, uh, on our website, Soul02, uh, and check us out on Facebook also because, and, and on YouTube because we're trying to build up our our uh, audience there because we want to help a lot of people. Uh, my goal is to help people. I, I don't want to make these podcasts about myself or about anything else for that matter, but I want to make these, these podcasts about helping people to find God and lifting them up to Jesus so that they find hope for their lives. So next time, thanks for listening, and God bless you.